because you were home. Should we go out? Hey, everybody. This is Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hello. And today, we have a very special guest today, Brucker, from Autopsy of a Movie, uh, Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Sorry about that. No, yeah, it's just thank you so much for having me on. I'm very excited to be here. And we're excited to collab. Yeah. I know. I would, I have a board of buttons, but I don't want to mess anything up. So. Yeah, he always presses the wrong buttons, so we don't want like a twinkly noise coming up. He's like, Brucker. From a <laughs> hey, I don't even have a board, so that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so before we start, I want you to give like a shout out for your podcast. Say what it's about and like what, what you do on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So first, I want to say thank you again, you guys, for inviting me on. It's always a blast going on other people's show to discuss movies. But uh, yeah, my name is Brucker, and my podcast is called autopsy of a horror movie i discuss horror movies from uh kind of like a fear analysis type of uh point of view you know what types of fears they play off of what what worked for the movie what didn't and i'd like to try to have a little bit of fun with it with uh also coming up with uh, what movie prop would be an appropriate trinket to put in the cabin in the woods basement to summon whatever uh creatures or monsters from the movie that come get you but yeah so autopsy of a horror movie could be found anywhere I know. I just I just listened uh, a couple of days ago to your Fear Street uh, Kill Kill Grade. Oh, right? oh, the Kill Grade. Yeah, I do. I also do like these Kill Grade episodes. Um, so I'm not I'm not James A. Janese. I don't do like the full like kill counts or whatever. But uh, I will kind of go through the on screen kills and grade them on certain criteria. And at the end of the episode, kind of rank uh, those those kill grades. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just recently did the Fear Street movie, which I didn't care too much for. <laughs> I was kind of with you, but I also love that you gave what's her name with the bread slicer. I don't know. I just call her bread slicer girl. That's I'm all so that happy you gave Kate, her Kate. I'm so happy Katie you gave her like a te- like a whatever the max score was. Yeah, I gave her a perfect fifteen. Yeah, because that deserved <laughs> that deserved it. I was so sad when she died. Though. I know, but it was a good, that. You weren't expecting a bread oh, slicer. Oh no! To I started her. laughing because I yeah. was just like, "Yeah, this is what." And they showed it all. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna cut away," and I was like, "Oh no, she's yeah. just sliced." Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think the best part was when I had seen it before Matt did, and we were watching it together. And he goes, "Oh my god, Kate's my favorite character." I'm like, "Oh, that's great." And then like three seconds later, she just gets sliced in half with the bread slicer. I was like, "Well," <laughs> my dad was like, "Oh, this poor girl." He was like, "I was really rooting for her." No, she was my favorite. I was, I was like, like so was I. The, the main character. I was like, I don't like her. You can kill her. I wanted Kate to stay. Oh my god, yeah, she was so annoying. Moving on, we're doing the Strangers today, and um, the two, the 2008 original, not the remit, not the sequel that came out. What was it, like ten years later? 2018. Mm-hmm. It so came yeah, like out. ten years later. Uh, the summary is a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown killers. The Rotten Tomato score is for critics 48 percent, which is shocking, and audiences 48 yeah. percent as well. So it was across the board, not really liked. And this month's drink uh, is the Bloody Pumpkin. is vanilla ice cream, pumpkin pie vodka, pumpkin puree, maraschino cherry juice, graham crackers, milk, and whipped cream. It's a milk. It's a milkshake. Just it's not just in a drink. It's a milkshake. There. <laughs> just wanted to clarify that. Um, and yeah. So Jimmy, do you want to start our shotgun facts? Yes. Number one, during filming, in order to get an actual reaction from Liv Tyler, director Brian Bertino would tell her where to expect a loud bang from but would then have the loud noise come from a completely different direction of the set. Yeah, she she did some method acting in this. I read about it. I heard, like, she didn't want to meet any of the characters. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. the masks. Like, she mm. said she didn't see any of the masks um, prior to production, and she didn't see them until they filmed her, um, uh, filmed all of her scenes. So when, who is it, Pinup Girl or Dollface? I think it's Pinup Girl. Pinup Girl. Pin That's up Girl the, comes, the black-haired one. Yes, comes running at her. That was the first time she ever saw her, and that was her real reaction. Didn't she, like, actually kick her, too? Yeah, she, like, kicked her. Yeah. 
That, that's fantastic. Why would you ever go as an? I was. I want for a horror movie, especially. I would be like, I need to know exactly what's happening. I need to know because they're in, they were like actually like rural South Carolina, which is a. I'll say this later, which is why this movie scares me even more because we have family that looks like that, that lives in a house, house that looks like exactly yeah. that. Um, hmm. But it's like I would be like, tell me everything. And I'll just you should be a good actor. Well, is Liv Tyler considered a good actor? Uh, she's I think not a bad so. actor. I, I would have yeah. said yes. But then I've seen nine one one, and I'm gonna say I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> she had her whispers. She got the Lord of the Rings movie, so oh, yeah, true. yeah, true. But okay. I mean, that's kind of like what Scream did. They never met. Um, I cannot remember his name right now. Roger uh, Jackson. Yes, thank you. Who played? Wow, he's actually. I what, can I tell you, over. you? I was I was thinking I couldn't get out of my head. Mojo Jojo. That's another character. <laughs> Wait, from the Powerpuff Girls. Yes, the guy, the voice from Scream, does that too. Mojo Jojo. So that's what I had in my head. But yes, Roger, they never met him. They still have they it, They right? only like, had, I have a feeling Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and them have met him. But like Drew Barrymore, when they were filming her opening scene, like she never saw him. It was just through the phone. That's, see, that's creepy. But that makes sense. I mean, she was only in the movie for how long? 10 minutes? Ten minutes. It's, a, it's, it's a 13-minute open, yeah, so. 13 minutes she was in the movie. Yes. Jimmy, I'm, I'm actually, so my brother Jimmy is usually the horror guy in our group, and like you're like, giving information that he's not even on top yes. of right now. Well, no, I, I, Jimmy, I'm sure you're very brilliant. <laughs> I, <laughs> I screw. Well, you, you, you happen to pick the movie that's like my favorite, which that, is Scream to kind of like talk about. That is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fabulous. Oh, but God. Strangers <laughs> is also great. I like that too. <laughs> I, out of all the movies that we talked we talked about this month, we did, we did um, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Psycho, Psycho, and Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2003 remake. This is the scariest to me. Like I was actively jumping and like screaming. It's definitely the the bleakest one out yeah. of that, and it's it's you know because this is the well, I mean well Texas Chainsaw two thousand three, but I was gonna say this is like definitely like the post nine eleven you know reality is terrifying. You know we don't need to heighten it or add any sort of fantasy. It's just you know well, reality never, is terrifying. I never actually thought of it that way. Well, that's actually um a kind of when they analyze this movie, they use that the 9-11 because they said because of you know post 9-11 that random acts of violence against people was more heightened and then this movie came out so they kind of played on that a little bit well, that's so that, the whole beginning it's like but that's uh, actually an analysis that they wow. use for this movie i would have yeah i mean it makes sense i would have never thought to put yeah, those two together if you if you um i think there was a documentary called red white and gore it was all about american horror films and it literally goes decade by decade and how current events are or going into horror films, like, oh, okay. during the Red Scare and everything, like, it was, like, mm-hmm. aliens from outer space, like, invaders and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't think they got, I don't think it was made in, like, the early 2000s, maybe late 90s, so it didn't really get to post 9-11. Yeah. But, like, that's how I, when I watch horror movies, I kind of think of what was going on in the real time. Well, I know I was reading on Wikipedia, like, this movie, the the way it says, like, it's it was inspired by true events. I think he said it was inspired by the Manson murders. Yes. Before yeah. people knew mm-hmm. who they really were, so they were like, who are these random people coming in my house? And I was like, that makes it even more terrifying. Because home invasions, for me, I'm like a no for that. Like, even, like, American Horror Story had a home invasion. I was like, nope, because that's very true, and that's very real, and I would be terrified in that situation. But that's actually the reason why it has such a low critic score. Because it's... Because of how realistic it is. So if you read, um, like I was reading like an aggregation of reviews, a lot of the reviews are like, this is just exploitation at its finest, as in like... Oh, that's it, not true. Because of the fact that it could happen, 
and that they were like this is disgusting you know i feel like that's critics just being too biased like with with real world standards and everything Mm -hmm. that the gore here is too much like this is disgusting and disturbing to watch and it's like but that's kind of the point of the movie so i'm not really sure it deserves such a low rating i mean audiences i can see because maybe people were like this is just too real i don't like it but like critics should like appreciate i feel like what they were trying to do but if it's like this is too real i don't want to do it it's like why is that why does that translate into bad movie yeah i I don't know the audiences sometimes like with horror movies i feel like audiences it's very temperamental. They can go either super high or super low. You just never know what to expect with mm-hmm. like at least with Rotten Tomatoes with the audience score. I know, but it's just also like, isn't that like the point of a film to an extent? No, and I agree with you because like the sequel is more like a traditional horror film, oh and God, I don't I, think I, it, I can't even talk about the sequel. I just like that movie I don't, so intensely. I don't think it was just. As, <laughs> did you see the the, the the They Pray at Night? Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was because that one is very different from this one. Exactly. It's a little bit more action oriented. So I think that's, I think in terms of like it being a sequel, I think it's successful because um, it kind of like did, a th- I mean, not on the same level at all, yeah. but uh, kind of like did a thing that like James Cameron did with Terminator, right? The first one is a dreading monster slasher movie and the second one's an action movie with a little bit of horror. And I, I felt kind of felt like this very much lower scale, but uh, it's a little bit more action oriented and slasher, not like super home invasion. Like yeah. kind of like how it kind of at least blended, tried to blend into different genres instead of staying in its own wheelhouse a little bit. No. Yeah. Cause I think I was telling you one episode this month. That well, I'm also re- biased cause I hate, I, I, I am not a Bailey Madison. fan of Bailey Madison. I don't, I don't, I don't hate <laughs> her. I'm not. The whole thing is like, this is a totally different movie and like you have to, I know like you, it's like you're biased on multiple, like they're very, a lot of things that you're not like working in that movie, but the, the actual movie itself, it's like, you have to think of it as a totally, like a more generic horror movie. And for that, like it gives more fan service where it's like, it actually kills the killers and you're kind of like clapping along with it and stuff like that. So that I kind of appreciate with it, but it's a completely different movie. I think they did that purposely though, because one of the biggest critics of the first movie was that they didn't, that the killers won. Yeah. And they were comparing it to the movie Vacancy. They said the difference is that they're similar in terms of being more grounded films, but the fact that they succeeded in the end and surviving is why like they preferred that movie over The Strangers. But sometimes the villains win. That that I no, think yeah, that I think makes a, a better horror film. That's that's what I don't think they yeah. like, obviously the critics are not like the realness of it cuz it's like that sometimes is the they literally tie you up kill you and then they just like leave. But that's why cuz I agree. I was like 48% is very low. Vacancy had a 55% of rotten tomato rating and I was like I thought The Strangers had such a high rotten tomato rating this entire time. I think it became a I think Back then, it was like with Psycho, like when we talk about with Psycho, like it was not gr- like liked at first with critics, but I think it's, well, that, this one's become a cult. Like Psycho's become like a classic. It's just the different like veering of roads for the two movies. I mean, I remember seeing The Strangers in the theater opening night and it was, I remember it being packed and we actually met people that we knew going into the next showing and we just like kind of turned around and went back to see it again just to see their reactions and stuff, knowing that what was going on <laughs> before assigned seats before assigned seats. Yes. And then I saw it. I actually saw it, I think maybe three times in the theater. Cause it's just so much fun watching it with other people. Well, I, think, I did wow. not see it in the theater. I, I saw the it in psychological the- torment. Wow. <laughs> I love watching horror films in the theater. Just, yeah. I know when everyone's going to scream and I'm just sitting there laughing. I watched the strangers for the first time on DVD in my friend's backyard because she had a tv in her backyard and it was we were at a sleepover 
we had a bonfire going and it was just nighttime. So it made it even worse because I'm just like, there's this whole space of blackness behind us that anyone could just be standing watching us watch this movie and kill us. I think the first time I saw it when we were in our family, our family's house in South Carolina who looked exactly at the same house. And I don't think I slept that entire night because I, I was I, like, it's going to happen to me. It's, I think because <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, it looks like the house down south. You know, there's the neighbors. There's no neighbors for like uh, so many, like whatever. And and it's just if someone comes in the house, that's it. But it's so true. They were so quiet and like you, which I think I like with. Well, I'm sorry. We should. Did you? Do you, do you have any more shotgun facts? I have you have two. And one, you know one more is about Liv Tyler. Her, and her whispering. Acting. You know what? F- finish those before we actually right. get into the movie. So another another <laughs> thing is before filming any scene after the strangers began terrorizing the couple, Liv Tyler would have to run laps, do jumping jacks, and other physical activities to get her out of breath to help simulate her panic the panic her character would have been experiencing. And number two, and the, the third one is, many theaters across the U.S. were sent faulty reels of the movie containing sound problems, which made a few minutes of several scenes of the movie filled with nothing but static. Most audiences did not even realize the sound was a problem since the dark overtone and loud background music in some scenes made the static seem like it was part of the movie. Because I was going to say, there's probably the screaming, because there's an, a video on YouTube where it's the audience reaction of the guy just walking behind her, like in the living room. And I, such a, that was like such a good scene. It's like literally, I think you like, you can just see the camera shaking because everyone's just screaming. And I was like, that's terrifying. Like that is actually terrifying. It's like the <laughs> quietest jump scare. It's so great. And I love it. And that's this whole movie. I like that. It's like quiet things where it's just like, it's not, you don't jump, but you think like after turning off the movie, you think about this movie. Cause you're like, Oh, am I going to see someone in the mask? Oh yeah, this movie is terrifying, and I have a horrible habit of watching home invasion movies when my fiance is out of town, <laughs> and it's always an awful idea. And yeah, the uh, besides for uh, this recording today, the last time I watched this was when she was out of town, and I like couldn't sleep that night. I was like, "Fuck, what did I do to myself?" Um, I yeah. So I mean, this movie is still I think very effective, even I think on, so. multi- on on rewatch too. I, we, I mean, my brother watched it, and I was like, Jimmy, you have to watch it with me because I'm not watching it by myself. And he was like, let's turn yeah, the lights off. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, no. Yeah, we live in Queens where there's constant people and there's buses and stuff outside of our window all the time. Doesn't matter. They can break through my window <laughs> and then sneak in. It's no, happen. I can watch a horror movie and just be like, okay, nap time and go right back to sleep. That's where we're different here. <laughs> Except for, like we said, the end scene of the Texas. end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. That's the one movie that scared me, that last frame. <laughs> Rucker, let me ask you, have you ever seen The Terrifier? No, it's I just haven't terrifying. seen that. Oh. Okay, because my brother like wants us all to watch it, and uh, I just was curious if you what your take was on it, if you saw it. I haven't. I mean, I, I know about the the infamous scene in it. I don't. I don't want to spoil it in case you don't know. Oh no, we already know. We've already spoiled it. Yeah, um, uh, stuff like that. I, I'm. I don't know. I I know. I know it's weird to say because I am a horror fan, but like stuff that's like extremely gratuitous like that i'm like i don't know if i could like want to like sit through that i want to like have a little bit more fun okay you're normal <laughs> um, so that's good yeah, he's, he's but uh like i like um and and again i don't know i haven't seen terrifying because i don't know if it does have these but i like things that are a little bit more atmospheric uh kind of like the strangers um but uh, it, it, terrifier could have all those elements i just haven't seen it but uh, no, I'm, I'm seeing you, you, you say no. But yeah, I was gonna say, based on what I've heard in the trailer and stuff, I don't think it has that same vibe based, as a trailer. Yeah, a strangers, based on the way that Jimmy constantly sh- talks about it, about that one scene, I'm gonna say no. I go into like shudder, and I'm like, what's the most weirdest horror movie I can find? Okay, I'll watch that right now. 
Shutter is great for that too. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Doesn't Shutter also have all those um like like really cheesy ones? Yeah. Slacks, right? I, I have the Slacks. Slacks was a great film. Slacks is great. Slacks is so See? much fun. Slacks. I was like like thinking, okay, no, this is I, gonna be stupid, and I, I want to watch it. I, I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we have to watch that. Jimmy, I just want to say my fiance and I sat down to watch it. Who she is not like the biggest horror fan, but like I told her, it's like it's it's a movie about pants that kill people she's like all right fine so we watched it and she goes i hate how pretty this looks <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the stupidest ones are the best for me I, yeah. i'm also a good i love a good stupid anything i have a tolerance yeah killer couch was it killer couch or killer, killer sofa? sofa killer sofa that one pushed it <laughs> a little too far I want Adam Sandler to make a horror movie. I feel like I would like that. Oh, he Hubie did. Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Which was the first episode of y'all's that I listened to, by the way. Oh, That's really? I found Pop Port Review, yeah. Last year, or in 2020, I was trying to look for reviews for Hubie Halloween. I found y'all. Did you, wait, did you watch Hubie Halloween based on a review, or did you not watch it? No, no, I watched it. I was like, I need to hear. Oh, okay. I need, I need like, people in my head talking about it. So We were very, diff- <laughs> I think me and Kelly were like, oh, it's Adam Sandler. So it's like, it's. Stupid fun. And Jimmy was like, absolutely not. Yeah, no, Jimmy I was, was like, like, no, nope. absolutely not. But, um, okay, before we get into, I just want to take a quick break before we come back and talk to about the movie. Hey, dog biters. Mike here, host of the Man Bites Dog podcast. I came here today to give a little promo for our show, but I made the mistake of telling my co-hosts it might be funny if they came in and were mean to me. Uh, well, here's how that went. Hi, I'm Mike Hill, host of the Man Bites Dog podcast, a game show where I ask you, you, Mike. Okay. That, all right, well, that's unnecessary. Oh, you're unnecessary. Okay. F- it, I'll do the thing later. <laughs> what do you want us to say? I was being mean, you f- All right. That is true. Right. He was doing what you asked. Okay. Thank you, It's not my f- problem if you have a f- problem with me f- talking to f- When you say talk to me, say something mean. I f- said something mean. And you're going to be like, oh, don't, don't just do it by myself later. I already deleted everything I wrote. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Man bites dog. It's a lot like that, except there's less bleeping. And there's a news quiz. Oh, God. Hi. Hello. Is Tamara here? No. No, you got the wrong house. You sure? Yeah. I'm sorry. See you later. Okay, cool. We're back. And uh, so let's actually get into The Strangers. Um, did we like it? Jimmy? Yes. Kelly? Yes. Brucker? Oh, yeah. I love this movie. But it's also, I love it because it terrifies me so much. I mean, I remember watching it a couple of years ago. I was, I think I was home alone. And I went into the basement and I was like, you know what? I'm in the mood for The Strangers. And I watched that and I was like, why did I watch that? That was terrifying. So it's, it's, it's always got, a good idea. It's got that, that it's, it, it ages well. Well, that I think the writing is like it's it actually has a plot sort of, and it doesn't kind of like throw it away for the sake of the scariness and stuff. Because at the very end, it kind of ties back with them, their relationship. And I mean, well, no, she doesn't die, but like they try to if they didn't get killed or they didn't get stabbed and uh, intruded with these people, they probably would have got back together. They she should have shown up in the in the sequel. Just she should have, yeah. Like you know, she had just had it, and she was just living in the trailer park. Just <laughs> just pull a Jamie Lee Curtis, just like show up with a shotgun. Yeah, oh, she would have. I, I know these people. Don't worry, that would have been amazing. It, it, but the thing is, she's not a stranger anymore. It's just called acquaintances now. <laughs> <laughs> I've met them once, and it was not a great meeting. <laughs> but no, I I but I feel like I feel like also people thought it was kind of boring. Probably I can see that being why the score was low. And like I didn't. I mean, there were slow parts, but. 
I thought it built and built and built and built. I was involved the entire time because mm-hmm. it's an hour and 28 minutes. Like, what, did you think there were slow parts? No. Yeah, no. there are slow parts, but it depends on like how much you buy into it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you really buy into uh, James and Kristen's sort of falling relationship that's falling apart, you kind of like really buy into them as a as characters and then you're like really wanting to see how they survive the night yeah. um and so it makes like those slower paced uh, parts of the movie worth it because you're like you're still invested and interested in, like what's going to happen exactly and i feel like they also took all like the regular horror movie tropes and they're like yeah fuck that we're just gonna throw it out the window like they all i thought they were gonna like not have a final girl but technically Liv tyler was technically i guess you can say a final girl i loved how like apparently i saw that the original ending was they take their masks off and you see it. Oops. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, they take all their masks off, then they kill them, and then you see the you see the, the strangers, then they clean up, they wear all their clothes, which I thought was kind of weird. But you can see that at the end on the truck, they're wearing their clothes. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. I guess they just cut it, like chopped they it all up. They just literally just cut cut that out. Yeah. And then it's like they said, um, you like they're cleaning up and all that stuff. And I was like, I like the ending they had because it's, I like that you never saw the strangers because that's like the whole like, makes it creepier like Halloween until you know you find out who Michael Myers is Leatherface and the original um Black Christmas the original Black Christmas you have no idea who you that still is. Don't, you still don't know it's yeah. just some crazy guy living in the sorority I house. think that makes it creepier cuz that could Billy. be yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like that could be so true like that's an like that's a real thing that can happen that makes it like if you want you see the face you're like oh like okay like maybe they're actors but it's but it's like you don't know and they basically made it try to look like it was like a real thing that happened and I was like ooh but they they did that on purpose because of what you just said. The director was like, you know, in some of these murders that happen, you just never find out who does it. And that's what makes it even more unnerving. Yeah. So he purposely was just like, you know what, let's scrap this. I mean, sometimes it works out really well. So like, like in the movie Hellfest, you have no idea who it is until the last two minutes of the movie. Yeah, and, it's really, and you still really don't know dad. who it is. Yeah, it's just a dad. Yeah, it's like a domestic dad, like it's, and that makes it even like more unnerving. So it's just like it does work sometimes, but in this case, it just you don't know whose dad it is. No, no. Uh, so it's not you extreme just, where just, it's like you, you know the mom. Know, you just know it's it's a dad. Back to the strangers. I want to talk about the acting. Did you? I felt. Did you? Would you think this would have been worked actually really better if it was completely unknown people, and you really like it? It made it, 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 it emphasized the whole like this can really happen. Instead of people who you've seen here and there. You mean like the Blair Witch Project kind of? Sort of, yeah. No, I, I think that Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman did a good job. I, I'm not saying they didn't do a bad job. I'm just saying I feel like that would have made it even scarier because it's like you have no idea. It, it would have been like a Paranormal Activity or a Blair Witch sort of aspect to it. Well, I just remember when Paranormal Activity, when we saw that, Matt, I was like, this is not real. And I was like, okay, I, I, I beg I, to I, differ. I, I could I hated, not go to sleep after Paranormal Activity. I hated Paranormal Activity. I think I was laughing throughout the movie. Brucker, your opinion? Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't love Paranormal Activity. Did you like any of them, or or you just don't like the first one? I mean, like, no, I don't like them really. It's always like the last five minutes that are really interesting. That's about it. Yeah, if I if I get like a supercut of like all like the last five minutes of every movie, that'd be like <laughs> great. But <laughs> they should release. But that. Uh, I just love that we're kind of talking about like Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity, like these found footage movies, because that was like, like a note I had while watching this is that this almost feels like it was almost concepted as a found footage movie mm-hmm. at first because the, the opening like text yeah, is like very much like something like the opening, like Blair Witch, which I just did a recording for that last night. So it's like very much like in like the front of my brain right now. And it was just like, Oh, like with like the text and the, uh, the, 
like, the voiceover of like the 911 call and everything. This is like trying to like do its best to like trick you into thinking that like this was real. And it's almost like this was almost, this almost feels like this wanted to be found footage at one point during its conception. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if they would have had, I mean, at least for me, if they would have had like complete, you'd have no, like the people from Power Activity, I had no, those were like very small, like commercial actors. You really don't know who they were. They were no one. I think they were film students or something. Or were yeah, they? They were, um, they were, I think they that were film was like just improv actors. Were, yeah. That film was shot on a budget of like $15,000 and they said it mostly went to Red Bull. Didn't you contribute to that? I did. My name's in the credits. <laughs> But, but like that's what I'm saying. Like if they would have had complete no ones, I would have been like, because I know Liv Tyler. I didn't know the other guy, but I know the guy from it's always Glenn Howard, right? The guy who gets Glenn his, like, Howerton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean Scott's people was an underworld at this point. Yeah, oh. so, so they were known and people knew who they were, especially was he in Felicity too? Or am I getting confused with Scott Foley? Scott Foley. Oh. Yeah, no, he was. He was in might have been in some TV show. Might have been an al- Alias. No, that's Michael no, Vaughn. That's Michael Vaughn. I feel like though, if there were no people, like no one you knew, it would've been like, oh god, like this almost seems like a reenactment somehow, or like, or like it somehow found footage. I got the same vibe, especially it's like mostly from the beginning, where it's like, what was it, a statistic about home invasions, and it's like this was based on oh, true yeah. events. But it's terrifying. But once again, we were talking about with how you thought the remake of Texas Chainsaw would have been better. Why would there have been cameras? Why would they have been filming? I'm just saying it, you have exactly. to come, well yes that, <laughs> in Bumblefuck South Carolina. Yeah, like why would the two of them like after after like she she turned on his engagement, why would they be like, Okay, let's film this now? No, no, no. Here, ready? They were gonna record a sex tape and the camera was there. Why? Why? Oh, why? The, <laughs> throughout the house. This entire area is is our set, okay? <laughs> she didn't know how much the cameras were, but he, he was This creepy. just sounds like vacancy. No, now. I know, but I'm I'm just saying I don't know the logistics of it but i'm just saying the idea if they can figure it a good idea i feel like that would have been really cool no i understand what you're saying because it's kind of like even that movie open water i yeah. don't think i've ever seen those actors from open water in anything like since then mm-hmm. i could be wrong they're still swimming to they're, this day yeah they're still <laughs> swimming they're still dead i don't even know what happened to them because that's how the movie ends so oh really yeah open water yeah even this i'm surprised this director didn't blow up because of this movie he literally has done nothing really yeah I was. Shy. He wrote the the. Well, sequel. that's because it was so. It wasn't welcomed well, so it's kind of like he didn't get gain any momentum. But it's it was a big box office profit. It had like five. It had like a two million budget and made like almost a hundred million dollars. Made back. I remember reading it made back its budget opening day. Yeah, I was. I'm surprised yeah. based it, on that. At least like according to IMDb, it I think it had a nine million dollar budget and like it made like eighty five million worldwide. Yeah, I yeah. think. And I thought maybe just because usually, I mean, maybe that's that was before they started doing the directors like blew up because like, oh, you made a profit. We want to take you. Well, usually at that point, you, 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 you get the good reviews and a profit. And then like some major studio picks you up and like James Wan. And he's like, OK, we're going to do you because this movie was supposed to be with Universal, but they passed on it. And I'm well, kind of surprised. Is Universal. Is Rogue whatever. Ro- oh, OK, I know because the Blu-ray has the is Universal. They uh, could have got the rights for the distribution, the home distribution, but because I remember I read on Wikipedia they said like literally um, Universal passed on it, and then Rogue, what is it called? Rogue, Rogue Pictures. Yeah, Rogue Pictures picked it up. That's almost like a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. How they were like Disney wants it, and Disney's like we don't want this, and then it became popular. And like and they, okay, we want it back now. Yeah, exactly. We keep like Anyways, swerving through through all the movies. Uh, for I'm sorry, I, I guess to get back to your question about the acting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, for, for, definitely for, for, go back for, for the for the strangers. Um, so I think that's interesting to think about how you know if there were un or unknown actors in it, would it be scarier? And it probably would, but at the same time, I feel like that the heart of this movie is the falling relationship, and you kind you kind of just need to have like 
good looking people that we want to go ahead and buy into real quickly. That's very true. So, so um, and also I feel like that they, that, that um, they did a really good job, like, because like, you know, she said no to the proposal, but and their relation, relationship is over, but it's, they, there's so much pain in it and it, they convey it so well in that like, you know, they don't hate each other. They still want the best for each other and they still even have like lust for each other. And we see that it's just like, they want to make sure that each other's still okay. And like, they do that. So it's just so painful and awkward. And I feel like finding unknowns to do that well would have been just even more of a challenge. Um, just to like get people that would be able to pull that off. So no, that, that does make sense. They do like, it, they're not like, Oh my God, it's like Oscar worthy performances, but it is like you, they immediately, you get what they're trying to put down in the first like five minutes of the movie, even on the, was it, do you see them in the drive or do you see them first coming into the house? You see them driving a little bit. Okay. Like even right at the stoplight. Yeah. You yeah. Well, and the, like, it's just dead silent. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also, it has to do with like visibility. Like, with the fact that this movie is how long again? An hour and 20, 28 minutes. 82 hour, minutes. It's 82 minutes long, hour and 28 minutes. So they have very little time for us to get to want these people to survive for the night. Mm-hmm. So getting known actors, like even though it's like Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman, not obviously like top A-list actors mm-hmm. to get them, it's kind of like, okay, we already have a little bit of a built-in fan base for people to want them to survive. That's true. Because it's True. such a condensed story. Like, it's not like we're going to spend a, a whole act getting to know them, like their entire relationship. So it's kind of like these are two attractive people who people want to survive, not mm-hmm. like two people like, I don't know them. I don't know their relationship. Yeah. Like, we're not getting enough time to really get into it. Again, like, they did a really good job, you know, portraying like a failing relationship, but it's kind of like, I think that also had to do with them choosing those actresses. Actor That's true. Actresses. I mean, I don't know how good. Mm-hmm. I can't even say like that could have been the director too, because I don't know any of his. Well, he specifically wanted Liv Tyler. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, maybe like he, could, if he's a good director, he can kind of navigate through those challenges. But because I liked all his other choices, like how most of the movie was kind of like handheld and it kind of made you more stressful. Like how the score kind of really wasn't. It was like there, but it was very like underlining. It just sounded more like natural noise, emphasized a little bit. Like, there was a lot of stuff that I thought he did pretty well. Even, like, having a small, like, three, literally two people mostly in a house. Well, I guess five people in a house. But he, <laughs> he, he had, like, you kept, it kept your interest. So I was, I was wondering if he did unknowns, if he could have navigated those issues that you usually have with unknowns and made it so, like, they got the same result with instead of Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. It was just an idea. Strangers 3. There you go. <laughs> with who? With who? Aren't they all dead? They're all dead. Bright night. It's a prequel to the first one. Oh, okay. How they became Another friends. Prequel? And how they began. How they became well, friends. Yeah, how they became friends. Uh, no more prequels. Well, well, well the, the premise of this is that, like, you know, it could happen to anyone. So it could just be a completely new set of strangers. It doesn't Boom. have to be them. Copy that just Tyler. happened had to have the same exact mask. No, Liv Tyler. <laughs> they have different masks. They yeah. got it. It's, they just, got them it's from, the same IP. <laughs> they, they got them from Trick or Treat Studios, and that's how they, they're copycat killers. Well, I liked how they chose masks that you literally, because they said like, they want to have something where, like, you can just have a mask that you pull off the supermarket. Like, the same with, like, wasn't that with, like, Ghostface 2? Scream they found it yeah. they found it in someone's um like room yeah so i was like yeah. that i like to do that because it made it even more grounded but I have Liv tyler become the stranger she's out for revenge and she kills everyone against who against who they're dead the world <laughs> <laughs> i don't know okay this sounds more like an action movie than like a horror i'm movie. making um a john wick 
three with, but with Liv Tyler. But with Liv, or four with Liv Tyler instead of Keanu Reeves. I would not oh watch God. that. I'm sorry. I would I would not pay to watch that. It's a it's a streamer. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyone any any last thoughts? Because we we also have a game we're gonna play a trivia game. So before we do that, I do like the movie. I'm just okay, Jim. Okay, thank you. I'm just thinking. I'm just like that was. Uh, I just remember watching it in the theater and just how good that was. And watching people watch that film and get terrified, like when he walked in, when she runs at him and, and the yard, when she runs at her in the yard. It's just uh, that was a great movie, and that's why horror. That's why I don't understand. I understand why Universal's putting Halloween Kills on Peacock, but like, you need to watch horror in the theater. It's just not the same. Rewatching the strangers, watching the whole um, his brother come in. It's his brother, right, or friend? Whatever, it's his best friend. His yeah. best friend coming in and like rewatching, knowing that's what's gonna happen, and you're like, "Say your name. Why are you being silent? Just hello. It's 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 Bob. How are you? I'm here. Anyone here? Like that's all you gotta do. I like, had a weird phone call. Someone just crashed into my car. Can you help me? <laughs> Someone threw a rock at my window. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was my one. That that one made me most tense because rewatching it, knowing that's what happens. Uh, I'm just going to like ask around like a question I do on my show was mm-hmm. like, what, what all did y'all think was like the scariest scene or just like part of this movie? It's definitely when he's just standing behind her when he comes out in the, yeah. in the, dark. In the yeah. living room. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. this bitch is already in here. You're fucked. <laughs> That's pretty much what the, the census is. Well, is that your scariest scene as well? That one, yeah. I think my, uh, my, my like one, a one B is like a very subtle thing that was scary. was when, uh, Liv Tyler realizes that her phone is missing. Her cell phone is it's missing. In the fire. Oof. Yeah, because that that was very scary to me. Just because it's just like they're already in the house, and yeah. now you now you're only now you don't know what else they've manipulated, and that is just terrifying. Actually, I have to say, I have a I have a like a one and a two. The second one probably be when they just like they're like, "Why are you doing this?" And they're like, "Cause you were home." Like, what? It's just the realization of that. Like, oh my god. Because the director I read said that he when he was younger. I think him and his brother were home alone. They said people were knocking on doors and whoever answered, whoever didn't answer, they would break into the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so what ha- What happened? I would love to know, like, I almost saw like a what if episode where uh, a movie where it was like, what if they just didn't answer the door? Would they still, that, like, would they still come? Over. Or would you, st- and then the movie, if they didn't, the movie follows them going just to another house. <laughs> I have so many ideas for these sequels. <laughs> that, uh, that also makes me think of the very opening of this where it's just uh, like the camera kind of like panning over different houses within the truck and you hear like the truck engine going. Mm-hmm. And it's still varies because like you, you, if you watch this for the first time, you're not really like getting what this is. But like on this rewatch, I was paying attention. And I was like, oh, this is terrifying. This is, this is them scoping out like the next house. And yeah. it's just like, this could have been it. This could have been it. This could have been it. And they literally say, like, at the end, they're like, oh, it gets better. It gets easier each kill. I'm like, oh, my God. What? The next one will be easier, yeah. And sorry if I'm, like, asking too many questions. No, um, how does, to y'all, if y'all have, like, how does this, like, compare to, like, other, uh, like, home invasion movies, like Hush or Your Next, if y'all have, like, seen some of those? Oh, my like, God. When I think of home invasion, this is, like, the one I think of, but it's, like, the most bare bones ones, like, compared to, like, other like more recent home invasion I, movies, wait, like wait, wait, like really, a more plots. Yeah, real quick, is your next the one with the survivalist? The one you don't yeah. like. Oh, I hate yes. your next. I, the, I love the, that your movie. next. Hush and the Strangers are three completely different movies. The only thing is that the home invasion. Home invasion. Yeah, because I mean, like the Strangers is more horror and like human instinct and what to do. Hush is is just so different because you're viewing it through the the deaf woman's point of view. And like, mm-hmm. you, like you want to scream, he's right behind you, 
and you know she can't hear it. And your next is just that movie just took off Crazy. on its own, and it was like, like what happens? Oh yeah, by the way, I lived in a survivalist camp for like the first twenty years of my life, so I know how to kill everyone. So stupid. Your next was amazing. <laughs> I have never laughed and enjoyed a movie <laughs> like so That's much a on one. a whim. Jimmy, do you want to do your? Do you have your trivia ready? Oh yes, I do. So this is the rules breaker. So he has what is it? Three questions. I have three questions. He has three questions, and we're gonna go one by one, and then he's gonna say the answer, say the question. He has the, like a multiple choice, and then we'll do since we're on Zoom, like we'll do raise our hands to, because there might be a delay, or maybe the hands won't help either. Yeah, just scream your name. But obviously, but that gives him a disadvantage because <laughs> because he's um he's on like a two second delay with the uh, Zoom, isn't it? Are you on a delay? I don't know. I, 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 there's always a little pause, so I just want to make sure there wasn't. I didn't want to give him uh, a disadvantage. Maybe he's thinking. Maybe, maybe. I just didn't want to. It's, a, it's like our you first guest in a very long time. Just, just scream it out. Okay. Well, just well, as soon as you hear the and you know, as soon as you know the answer, I will scream. Shut up! And that means I have the floor. <laughs> there you go. You know, perfect. And then, um, if you if you lose, you take. Do you have a drink with you or anything? Yeah, I have some white zombie white ale with me. What is that? Have you ever heard of that, Jimmy? It, no. It's a it, it's a North Carolina uh, brewery. Oh, it's a local uh, ca- ca- Catawamba. Uh, it's pretty good if you could ever get your hands on it. That that beer does sound delicious. So anyway, Jimmy, what okay. were the rules? I'm so sorry. No, that's I... totally fine. That's totally fine. So Jimmy's gonna read a like a trivia question based on the movie, and then once you so you can just say shut up, and then we'll know that's what, that's who is talking. Um, and then you, whoever has the answer first tries. The, he gives he's gonna give like a multiple choice, and then you have to try and uh, guess the answer. And then whoever loses takes a sip of their drink. We Good. barely follow our own rules. Anyways. We're a very loose podcast. We kind of just, we have a structure and then we kind of just navigate through it. <laughs> I'm going to ignore everything you said and just uh, <laughs> just say whatever I want whenever. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It, that would sound on brand for us. So. Yeah, that sounds pretty on brand. <laughs> okay, okay, ready, Jimmy? Yes. Okay, we have our music. Which scene is based off a true event that happened to director Brian Bertino? The is Tamara home scene? Is uh, the smoke alarm is in a different position scene? Or the hello written all over the window scene? Is Tamara home. home? You didn't let him finish talking. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. It's the is Tamara home. Yes. You have, Take a sip. You have to wait until he's done He said speaking. hello on the wall. And then I'm going to... No, and then I'm, I'm going to say, and now answer. Okay. That, see? Okay. We learn as we go. <laughs> we learn as we go. Okay. <laughs> Explain that you explained the rules <laughs> to him twice, and then you broke it okay. on the first question. <laughs> Why? Everybody, shut up! There we go. Brooker has a play. <laughs> question two: Why was James and Kristen tormented throughout the night? Because James stole the ring from them. Because they were home. It was, or it was Kristen's ex-boyfriend and his family. You can answer. Everybody, shut up! It's because they were home. Yes. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, like, could not get that answer. I could answer. not understand the question. My, like, the wheel spinning. I'm like, wait, wait, what? I was like, wait, emotionally tormented? Like, 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 like their couple fighting? Or was it, like, the whole scale? I was very That's confused. I was, I'm sorry. The, physically tormented okay. throughout the night. That's what I was like. I was like, what kind of torment are we talking? I was looking at Kelly. I was like, do you understand this question? Because I, like, I don't. I was about to say, wait, what does this question mean? Okay. to me. Well, he, obviously, he got it. Okay. So. And the final. <laughs> on Zoom, he got it. He understood it. He got it. Okay. The final question. Which stranger does not speak? Man in mask? Shut up. Doll face oh. or pinup girl? <laughs> man in the mask. I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry. Wait, the pinup girl speaks? One yeah, of them asks, is the camera end. home? And one yeah. of them says, because you were home. No, no. No, that's the same girl. No, no pinup girl at the end also says it gets easier oh, yeah. with time. Okay. I was going to say, because is the the brown hair is pinup girl. Yes. Okay. Because yes. that, okay. that's the, the, are you home and 
is Tamara home the same people? Well, that's Dollface. Uh, yeah, yeah. I meant like at the same like points of the movie. Like, oh, I would have got it wrong anyway. Okay, so I would have got it wrong anyway. But see, like we ask these questions and we know the answers so quickly that we're just like we have to scream it. That was like with Psycho right. yesterday when they were like, "How many cuts and scenes were there?" And I like, said, "You know what? We're gonna use uh, we're gonna call it the Brucker method and just say, shut up, I got it.' <laughs> I think the only one I think I stumped you guys on was the Nightmare on Elm Street questions. I think so. I feel like we should just ask Brucker these que- how he would do on the trivia questions. Just oh God, <laughs> let's see how my trivia skills. Say are. the movie first. So wait, is this is this like the first Elm Street? Yes, movie. It's, it's okay. Psycho, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Texas Chainsaw. There's like three questions. Oh each. God. Okay. okay. Psycho. Psycho. This movie is considered the, f- the first to show what? A shower running, a toilet flushing, or toilet a flushing. Yes. What other horror movie shows Janet Lee driving a blue and white 1957 Ford sedan? Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, or Halloween H2O? Halloween H2O. Yes. How many camera shots and cuts are in the infamous shower scene? 2392, 11766, or 7852? <sighs> it's a lot. Um, I'm going to go with whatever one he said that was in the 90s. No, it's 7852. God damn it! Oh, there's, damn. there's, there's, just there's it a great documentary on Hulu about that one the, the, scene. The making of- yeah, it's oh, called it's so 7852. Good. So good. Okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street. John Saxon, plays, who plays Lieutenant Thompson, has starred in a slasher film that is considered one of the first slasher films. What is it? Peeping Tom, Black Christmas, or Psycho? Uh, Black Christmas. Yes. How many knives is on Freddy Krueger's glove? Three, four, or five? I think it's four. Yes. You did the same thing. We were all <laughs> counting our fingers. We're like, okay, one, two. And well, I was like, I, I couldn't remember if like the thumb was there or not. Yeah. But I think it shows up in like one of the sequels. But anyways. Why was Freddy Krueger killed by the parents? He was a child molester. He was a child murderer. Or he was a child kidnapper. I think he was a, a killer, a child killer. Is yes. what they thought. Yeah. Okay. Because it was the remake that the remake that made, made him the molester. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the remake. I think it meant one of the. Sequels okay, so there. this is Texas Chainsaw, the 2003 one. Who was in both the 1974 and 2003 versions of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Marilyn Burns, Gunnar Hansen, or John Larroquette? Uh, John Larroquette. Yes. Guess. Yeah, he, he oh, narrates. He narrates both <laughs> both movies. He's the narrator in the opening scenes. Which serial killer is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre supposed to be based off of? Ed Gein, John Ed Wayne Gacy, Gein. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. And how many people are actually seen being killed by a chainsaw? Two, four, or six? Oh, in the remake. Ugh. I'm going to guess two. It's two. Okay. Yeah, because in the first one, I think it's only one. I think, yeah, I think that's the only one who gets killed. Yeah, because I know it's, like, surprisingly low. Thank mm-hmm. God Brucker wasn't with us the whole month because I feel like he would have, like, destroyed me and Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we did I well honestly, on those like, questions. We did well on Psycho. The other two, we, we, we... No, we did well on Nightmare on Elm Street, didn't we? Yeah, you guys did both did good. It's just that Was we Texas talked that about we... the questions during the thing, and I kept going... Oh. I think Texas, maybe we had we got some problems. Was it Texas? It was only... I only didn't know John Larroquette because I com- got confused because Marilyn Burns was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. She was oh. in 3D. She was in 3D, and we had... Was she really? Yeah, yeah. she oh. was like the she dead plays, grandma. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we had just talked about Texas 3D like two seconds before that because we were talking about the stupid do your thing cuz line. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's where I got my wires all twisted. Okay. Well, you actually did very well. I was very impressed. Okay. <laughs> well, he runs a horror movie podcast, so I would assume he would do very well. I Don't put am that pressure terrible, on him. Though, yeah. with remembering stuff, though. So <laughs> that's the problem. Look, if he, he only he rewatched The Strangers, so he knew The Strangers. So it's like 
he hasn't. I don't know if you rewatched those three movies lately. So, no, no, not like actually the the remake. I've only seen like parts of of, of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've only okay. seen like parts of the remake. So, I was kind of just going off of what's on par for that franchise. <laughs> I mean, out of nine questions, you got one wrong. So that's pretty good. So, and that one question it was like you need to know that movie. Yeah, that was Psycho, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so. End of the episode for the strangers. We are going to rate the movie. You're going to rate it on one to ten. One being the least. One being the least. Ten being the highest. And then we'll average it all out. So mm-hmm. we got my little stinger here. If I can find it. There we go. Ooh, that stung. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give um the strange. I was like, what movie are we talking about? Uh, the strangers a nine out of ten. Okay, Brucker. Wow. Uh, I I think I'm going to go with a seven out of 10 okay. jumping high here for me <laughs> kelly yeah that was really high matt I w- it's very scary i was gonna give it an eight i was gonna give it a 7.5 this scares the shit out of me it's so. 7.7.9 7.9 so eight, it's an eight okay <laughs> I, you twist my arm <laughs> i rounded it up <laughs> okay it's an 11 all right <laughs> fine it's a 15 um no i think i was incorporating how scared i am with this movie and this was the scariest i've been for all four we talked about this mm. does terrify him. This movie, this movie, scare. I literally he, like. He doesn't do home invasion movies. Mm. I actually think this probably scares me more than like possession movies. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know because my the scariest movie so far that I always bring up is Insidious. I could not watch that. See, I'll, I'll be scared in the I, moment. I, I, maybe I can, I can attest to that. Yeah, I, don't think, att- I don't think she watched ninety percent of that. I movie. literally was in a ball like on the floor in the theater, like just being like, "Jimmy, is it over?" I just want to say the first time I saw Insidious. Um, I made fun of my, my cousin that I lived with. He's like five years younger than me. So th- I was like 17 or 16 at the time. And him and his friends would they go see it in theaters. And he was like, man, that movie was terrifying. I was like, you get scared of a PG-13 movie, you, you puss. <laughs> and so I was home alone for like a week because my family went on vacation. I always opted to stay home because I was 16, want to have a house to myself. Um, and so I watched Insidious while I was home alone for a week by myself. No! And I was terrified oh my god as soon as he got back from vacation i was like dude i owe you the biggest apology that was that movie was fucking terrifying i don't even remember the strange insidious honestly because i did not watch literally any of it. and the second one is where matt lost control of all of his limbs i did i just my legs and arms went up um but no but the the, the reason why i think strangers are scarier than insidious because insidious yes it's terrifying in the moment and maybe like a day later, but the strangers literally, I'll just be like closing the blinds and I'm like, is there someone outside? Once again, Matt. You live in Queens. You, you look outside and there's there's constantly people that on the sidewalk. That should show how scared this ma- movie made me. That should just prove it to I you. mean, when they make a movie about a killer in an apartment complex, then, <laughs> then maybe we'll have to. I may be fucked at that point. When they make a Son of Sam, When they make a Son of Sam film, then maybe you can be scared because that happened like right in next our door. In house, our neighborhood. In our neighborhood. Yeah. So I think... <laughs> I feel like this is a good point to end it because <laughs> talking about fucking Son of Sam. Movies. Please no one make me watch Insidious again. Next, next week. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I've talked about this way too much. The and now Insidious they franchise. And now people are going to be like, we definitely have to watch that. So we we every, we every did like a new thing now. Like every month we have like a theme month. We should do like, an, does Insidious have, there's four. There's four, Kelly. We there's can do four. four movies. The title month. So it's blah, blah, blah. Kelly scared month. No, no. <laughs> then you guys have to watch like stupid movies that I want to watch. Okay. Like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like we, all that. We actually, I, 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 if, if I had my way, we'd have horror all, all year round. Okay, well, I'm going to end it here. Brucker, thank you so much for being on today's episode. Um, you can check out Brucker. Uh, he's at 
Autopsy of a Horror Movie podcast, and you can listen to it anywhere, right? Yeah. Anywhere? Yeah. It's a good it's a good listen. Um, especially if you like horror movies, because that's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for having me on. This was my first guest spot in a while because I've been on a break for a couple months. But uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me on. And you're you're our first guest in, I feel like, a very long time. Yes. It was hard to collaborate with people because we would see new movies and we know that's difficult for some people or some people just don't want to take the risk. So we're just like, it's hard for us to find people to be like, hey, did you see this brand new movie like this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next time we do a horror movie, or if you're just down to do any other movies, uh, we'll let you know. You can come back on. Yeah, absolutely. This was very easy. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. But <laughs> hopefully, we didn't go too off topic. I know you, I gave you like a rundown of what we usually like, what our for quote unquote format is, but we kind of literally kind of just like zigzag through it all. Well, you know, for a movie like Strangers, that's like kind of expected because you know there's not a whole lot that happens in the middle, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know we we got to put in the fluff. So <laughs> <laughs> we fluff. That sounds horrible. We fluff a lot in Stop. this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think actually by the time this episode airs, it will be hollow the closest to Halloween of all our episodes. So happy Halloween, everyone. Or as you guys would you, say, congratulations, we did it, guys. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> we want everyone to have a very spoopy Halloween. I mean, you say spoop. What, what did you say this month is called, actually, in your terms? Spoop. Spooptacular Halloween. Spooptacular Halloween. I say slash Tober, so have a fun either of those if you're listening is to it, us. I say Brucktober <laughs> is, uh, is it. <laughs> On our podcast, it's now Brucktober, so. Have a spoopy it's Brucktober. Br- <laughs> It's gonna be, it's gonna be Spructober. You're gonna be screaming at people to shut up. Uh, gonna, it's the shut up season. I, I have been a negative influence on y'all, and, and I am sorry. I'm not gonna lie. We actually may use the shut up thing, so we know who's talking. Everybody, shut up! Everyone, shut up! I know who they. I know what the answer is. Silence. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot we didn't do MVP and LVP, most valuable player and least valuable player for this like <laughs> for the whole month. Um. We'll do it next month. But thank you again, and everyone listening, we will see you next month. Should we tell them next month? I was going to say, it's movies about food since it's Thanksgiving time. <laughs> For Thanksgiving, I'm stuck between Texas Chainsaw and, like, um, uh, Chopping Mall. Because uh, chopping chopping it'll be, mall. like, Black, uh, That's great. Uh, Black Friday kind of thing. That's yeah, actually so. a good, like, fourth one. As, what like, about we have Thanksgiving, three... then? That's a movie? Thanksgiving. Oh, God. Don't put them through that, man. <laughs> no, but just because I never thought of having, like, one, like, Black Friday one. That's actually kind of a clever idea. Um, you can do that or Slacks. Yeah. Is, sl- is Slacks, slacks Black is Friday? About, it's about the, like, the department shopping, The shopping. It's, like, retail. The retail, and, like, they're releasing these brand new one-size-fits-all pants. It's, like, it's, yeah, movie. it's, like, imagine if, like, the Apple Store were for jeans. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> I'd be dead then, because, actually, I didn't get the new iPhone this year, though, but. Well, guys, we will see you later. Thank you, Brucker. Uh, goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at review. Click around www.poppoorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.